If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. that and welcome to another live edition of titillating sports with rick tittle that's me the voice is still a little bit barry white you don't know nothing because you a big dumb barry white looking boop boop come on in and get heard today because we're going to talk sports we'll get some sports in football basketball baseball hockey soccer golf tennis auto racing boxing olympics quidditch rollerball chess checkers rugby cricket we'll do it together at the toll-free line 1-800-878-PLAY. One eight hundred eight seven eight play. That's right. I'm starting to whisper now. One eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. Big shout out to our brave men and women who are listening on the American Forces Radio Network. I'm quite proud and privileged to be on AFN because I'm FAN of the military. They're the ones that allow us to do this frivolity and mirth. And thank you for holding the shield for us. And uh, we appreciate it. You know, defending the defenseless and everything else that you guys do, keeping us and our allies safe. We very much appreciate it. On the show today, we're going to talk that Timo Meyer trade. What's that? Also, Steve Barry for his new novel, The Last Kingdom. We'll have HBO Real Sports correspondent David Scott in the second hour. He comes back. He has a piece about uh, scandals with some sports federations based in Switzerland, speaking of Timo Meyer. Editor Mike Long has the book 42 Today about Jackie Robinson. This is his, I believe, fourth book he's written about Jackie Robinson. That's right, four books. Um, we'll check in with comedian Chris Turner, a young man, very funny, out of England. He's at Helium Philly on uh, Tuesday. But in between all that, as I mentioned, your calls 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. Open lines. Come on in and get hurt wherever you might happen to be listening in this great land of ours. We're on the TuneIn app. We're on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the Stitcher app as well. Get the Twitch fired up again. Anyana, CRN Digital Plus 2. That's the cable radio network channel. Tune your cable provider. You can listen to me on your TV set. We got three hours, so come on back. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. 
You just bought a home in the suburbs, but no one told you about all the birds, specifically this one, who seems to be calling out Roy. Roy. But who exactly is Roy? And why doesn't he ever respond? Maybe Roy is just bird speak for save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto. I guess until Roy answers, we'll never know. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. If you own a business with employees and have not received your COVID ERTC payroll refund of up to $26,000 per employee, you need to act fast as time is running out. ERTCfiling.com has helped thousands of businesses across the country receive over a half billion dollars in government funds. This is not a loan and you do not have to pay it back. ERTCfiling.com consultants will make the process fast and easy and at a fee of less than 2%. Let ERTCfiling.com show you the money. Go to ERTCfiling.com to see how you qualify. Fees are at fixed rates per quarter qualified 2% based on total average rates. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast. Coming up the next segment, author Steve Barry is going to be uh, joining us. And uh, if you'd like to chime in now, you can do it at the toll-free line. Do it, do it. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. So the trade trade deadline coming up here in hockey, it's really late uh, when you think about it in the grand scheme of things. 
but uh, it still has the what four more days, four more days to run. Um, <clears throat> and going to the Sharky games. Well, let's we'll get to that in a minute. But we do have a call from Houston, Texas, and let's start off with the listeners. Let's go to Christian. How you doing, Christian? Well, I, I mean, I'm doing all right, Rick Tittle. Way more than Jake Paul losing to Tommy Fury, and way more than the Rockets giving up 71 points to Damian Lillard. But I'm doing all right. <laughs> but yeah, and still, you know no. what's funny about that? I don't know if it's funny or not, but you know that as soon as he went for those 71 points. They drug tested him. Really? Yeah, and he was like, "Are you serious or what?" And they're like, "We're serious." Like, they really think that scoring seventy-one points is superhuman. That's just crazy. <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> yeah, but still, though, I'm here to ask about a couple of things. ASK, of course. <laughs> yeah. When it comes down to the pitch clock in Major League Baseball, I mean, you've probably seen a little story about spring training. I think it was the Red Sox and Cardinals out in Florida, and the game ended in a draw because of the pitch clock. I mean, do you think I did not hear about this. Tell, Tell me what happened. I did not hear about that. Well, they... What am I trying to say? The batter was trying to, you know, fix his stance in the allotted time, which is only like 15 seconds. But as soon as he moved around just a little bit, the umpire called us out, and the game ended in a draw. So I got to ask, is this something that, you know, I mean, I know baseball fans want change. But do you think that this is really going to be something that a lot of fans are going to get used to, sports fans well, in general? Well, I, I, I don't know if baseball fans want change. I think the television networks want change. I think if you ask the normal fan, I think they'd be happy with what we have so far. So what must have happened was there was two strikes on the guy, and... Mm-hmm he got called for a strike on the violation and then they're not going to play extra innings in, they only play extra innings in the, in the spring training. If for some reason the game is like an hour long. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, it's going to take adjusting to even the umpires. It's going to take adjusting to. Uh, yeah. I mean, they already have to adjust to the fact that they got to have robots calling the balls and strikes. Mm hmm. I mean, that's kind of crazy, don't you think? I'm okay with that because I don't like the human factor. There are so many vendettas and, you know, there's like rookies don't get a call. I mean, I used to watch when Wade Boggs played for the Red Sox. If he spat on a pitch, it was a ball. The umpire was never going to call a strike if Wade Boggs took a pitch. But they'd hated Ricky Henderson. So if Ricky Henderson didn't swing... Even though he was all crunched down with the small strikes, and if he didn't swing, they were going to call a strike because they didn't like him. And I don't, I don't like that part of it. I'd rather have it just be impartial. I mean, I can totally understand that because you want it to be fair and biased, so to speak. Well, I just want it to be uh, fair for everyone. Everybody gets the same shake, rookie and veteran, somebody you hate, somebody you just had dinner with. True, true, of course. And another thing I want to basically talk about 
And I know this don't pertain to the radio aspect. It pertains more towards television. I don't know if you heard about Valley Sports, you know, yeah. potentially filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy and Warner Brothers Discovery looking to get rid of its three AT&T sports networks. Yeah, that's but Root the, Sports, too. Yeah, that's that's the real shocking one that came out this weekend, yeah. Really? So they're getting rid of the Seattle network, too? We, I don't know. I mean, that's it's been discussed. But, but still, though, with the obvious fact that this may happen, even though, I mean, with the obvious fact that all these networks are about to go under, I know it don't really, you know, factor into play the NBC sports networks, which the A's and Giants are on, even though the A's are battling for attention. <laughs> when it comes down to... I mean, let's just say a year from now, do we even have, like, you know, teams showing... Do you even think that there will even be teams having games on regular local broadcast anymore, even though it's pretty much been over because of streaming? Or do you think that a lot of teams... I think that 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 was dying out even before we had streaming as... Because I was there when regional sports networks began. That's when I started in TV. I was the first person hired, actually, for the regional sports network that was doing the A's and Giants. Now they have separate channels. We used to share, and it used to be a real pain in the butt if I was doing an away A's game in Toronto and then the Dodgers and Giants were playing. I couldn't start the Giants game until the A's game got over, and there were a lot of angry people. But even then, it was about half and half. They would have their sort of local station, and the other half would be on... um, the uh, regular TV, but now if you look, like if you just look at the Warriors, every game is on their regional sports network or their national games on TNT or maybe an ESPN game or two. Uh-huh. So the days of tur- the days of turning on your local NBC affiliate or your um, your uh, Kate your whatever your your VHS or sorry VHS UHF, UHF channel basically those are, days UHF are gone. channel it's over. Yeah, those days are gone now. I mean, I can understand that because what I probably fear for, you know, Major League Baseball, the NHL, and the NBA is if they go to a system like what the N, what like what Major League Soccer is doing right now with Apple TV Plus, and I know this is going to be pretty new for a lot of fans as well. Yeah, I mean that's just crazy to me. That, you know, you would have an entire league be shown exclusively on a streaming platform when you got dedicated fans still looking to find ways to enjoy, I mean, in this case, the beautiful game, but I guess in all sports, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Anything else on your mind, bud? Uh, nothing much. I just wanted to get off my chest about talking to you about those two things. I mean, other than that, mm-hmm. I hope you enjoy yourself and have a great week, and I will talk to you on social media until then, at Rick Tittle. It's been fun. All right. I appreciate it, my friend. That's uh, Christian out there in uh, Houston, Texas. And, yeah, we'll see what ha- Listen, Major League Baseball has already said that whatever happens with Bally and their parent company, which I believe is called Diamond Sports, but whatever happens with that parent company, that they are actually um, going to pick it up. So we'll have the MLB network.
work, basically, airing those games. And if you think about, this is at a time when baseball has never made more money uh, as well. So it is kind of a curious uh, red flag <laughs> one way or, or another. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY to uh, call me up. When we come back, we're going to talk to author Steve Barry. We're also going to have actor Sean Whelan in the second hour uh, as well. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back on Sports Bible. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153 That's 800-943-2153 Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. 
I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome New York Times bestselling author Steve Barry. He has a brand new novel called The Last Kingdom. This is another Cotton Malone adventure in which the discovery of a lost historical document challenges the global might of the United States. Steve, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit more about uh, the plot here, please. It's an interesting story. I appreciate you having me. It deals with one of my favorite places in the world, Bavaria, and one of my favorite historical characters, King Ludwig II. Uh, Ludwig uh, was a, a mythical guy. He liked he liked to live in the past. He he had some some, some mental health issues. Uh, people call him mad. I don't really like to use that term. He's more like he was bipolar or maybe chronically depressed. Today we could treat that, but in the middle of the 19th century, he couldn't. So he began to began to fall deeper and deeper into a, in a, in a delusional world. He wanted a new kingdom. He wanted a brand new kingdom. And he actually sent a man around the world to find it. And in real life, they never found a new kingdom for him. But in my book, they do. And now the United States, China, and Germany all want that last kingdom but for entirely different reasons. So it's a, it's a modern-day thriller dealing with something very interesting from history. I'm uh, As a German-American, I've been there many times, and I have relatives there. And I remember when I was a kid, uh, very young, I went to Schloss Neuschwanstein, and they were talking about Mad King Ludwig. And then I pictured this old guy. He actually was kind of a young man, wasn't he? Yes, he, he died at age 42. He went to the throne at, at age 18, so he was yes, he was pretty much a very young man. But he he had he had mental issues. There's no question about that. But they were not uh, debilitating to the point that he couldn't function. He did. He had a great imagination, though, an imaginative person who looked forward. He, he created three castles that are just spectacular, and all three of those figure into the novel. They have a, a big place in the novel. Did you like tour these castles and look for secret rooms and think, ah, oh, this will be good historical fiction? I'll use this right here. I did. I did tour them. They. Uh, I made some arrangements with the German uh, tourist bureau over there. They let me go in before the castles opened. So I was there like wow. at seven in the morning before anybody was there. So I got to roam around inside them. I've been to them many times, but I never had access like that before. And I had somebody with me who knew a lot about the building, so I could ask a lot of questions. So you are going to have a lot of uh, kind of interesting little nooks and crannies that come up in the novel, that all of which exist in real life. So restoring the Wittelsbach monarchy, why is this important to the story? It is uh, because the succession movement in Bavaria is very strong. Bavaria never signed on to the German constitution. They kind of got drugged into Germany, you know, know, just didn't have a choice. They got kind of pulled into it. It's still there today. There's a duke, but he doesn't uh, live there. He had the Wittelsbachs still exist, but they are uh, a, a different family than they were. They ruled Bavaria for 800 years. 
and it ended in 1914 uh, with Ludwig III, and all of that figures into the story, and this, this, uh, this strong independence movement is all part of what's uh, what's going on in The Last Kingdom, the story itself. It said, my, my novels are modern-day thrillers that deal with something from the past and uh, something that still matters today, and they, they center around a lot of action, history, secrets, and conspiracies. Yeah, that's why I think that makes them so compelling. So I mentioned Neuschwanstein, which I think anyone who doesn't know the name will see the picture and they'll say, yeah, I know that one. Tell us a little bit more about Linderhof and Heron Kimse. Uh, Linderhof is the only one he finished. It's a small castle, a small uh, kind of a country estate. It's uh, his ode to Louis XIV again. He worshipped Louis XIV of France. Heron Kimsey was supposed to be a replica of Versailles. He never he only got one a little part of it started and he only finished a small part of that. So he the both castles were never actually completed, but there are parts of them that are, and they figure into the story. New Schweinstein is instantly recognizable because that's what Walt Disney used for Sleeping Beauty's castle in Disneyland. He visited there in the nineteen thirties and it captured his imagination as well. So Cotton Malone, the protagonist, for those who are not familiar, a little background on him, please. Retired Justice Department agent, lives in Copenhagen, runs an old bookshop, gets himself into trouble a lot. Um, uh, An ordinary kind of guy, not a Daniel Craig or superhero, but a guy that can step up and do extraordinary things when called upon, and uh, this is his 17th adventure. It should not put the readers off, though. You're not required to read the books in order. In fact, I write them where you don't have to do that at all. You can skip around all you like. And uh, this is a good place to start if you've never tried Cotton Malone before to see if you like him. That sounds pretty good, running a bookstore in Copenhagen. Maybe I'll look into that. It is pretty cool. They have a lot of bookstores there, too. There's a ton of them. That's kind of where I got the idea when I was there. I said, he's got to own a bookshop right here. There's a a lot of (laughs) English-speaking bookstores in Copenhagen. Well, that's the one that my grandfather was from Denmark, and that's one thing you, you know when you go there is that if you're in trouble, everybody speaks English, which is a is a you, you try not to, but it's a big help for sure. It is. It is a big help, and that's one reason I don't have a Danish publisher. I haven't had a Danish publisher in 16, 17 years, and one of the reasons why is because English is so prominent there, the books in English sell there. So what you, speaking of different languages, when you know that your books have been translated into 41 languages, which is, uh, you know, a real honor, but what is maybe one of the more interesting slash bizarre letters you've got from someone in a country where you were like, yeah, I didn't even realize they were down there reading my book? Uh, I've got them from all over, really. Uh, I got some from Alex- from the Middle East with the Alexandria link, which were interesting because they told me that my book is sort of like an underground book. It's like banned for sale. You're not really, you can't sell the novel openly, but they pass it around quietly over there, which is kind of interesting. The the Alexandria Link deals with a a very fascinating theory that the Jews and Arabs both hate, but for different reasons, and it's a real theory. And I never realized that I I was on kind of like a a banned book list over there. So that that was very, very interesting to me as well. And and then I get books all the time from Russia. You know, uh, people write me from Russia about they read my books. The problem is I don't have a Russian publisher. So they, Russian books, they they tend to steal them and just print them. They don't really have made copyright protection there. So there's a, I'm I'm sure I'm losing a lot of revenue from Russia, but that's, uh, but I'm gaining the readers. So you can have bootleg Steve Barry in Russia, and then you can go to the yep. West Bank for the Steve Barry book burning. 
Yeah, you got to look for it underground there. Yeah, it sort of hides it around. That book uh, was passed around and not very. But, but you, you never know. You know, when you're in, uh, we're in 50 countries, and so it's neat to see people read the books and relate to the books, and uh, you know, and kind of get into them. And it is, it, it, it's gratifying. It's one of the best compliments a writer can get. No doubt about it. And uh, I love the fact that you're into history, uh, as am I. And I knew, know you and your, your wife, Elizabeth. You have your History Matters program, and you have gone around. You've given so many talks and luncheons and diller, uh, dinners and, and galas and such things. What are, what are some of the things around that you have tried to, to preserve for posterity? We've, we've done all kinds of things. We've done buildings, documents, books, posters, cemeteries, um, raw land. We've done just about everything you can, some statues we did. It, it just, you know, a flag we did in Houston. There's all kinds of, of, of historical treasures all over this country, small treasures that need restoration, and that's what History Matters does. It helps local communities raise the money for that. And we've raised around $3 million for about 80 to 90 different projects around the country. So um, it's very gratifying. We enjoy doing it, and uh, we, we're going to keep doing it in the years ahead. Last question for you. I don't know if I've ever asked an author this uh, before, but this book's been called a high-octane page-turner, which is great, but can you have a book that goes too fast? Like, you want people to sort of settle down and you're going to miss something here. Yeah, you can. You actually can do that. You have to get a you have to get a balance between information and action, and a balance between uh, you know an action sequence and non-action sequences. You can't have you can't have too much of one, too little of another. You have to do a balance. And and I don't say I'm great at it or good at it, but I am conscious of trying to make that balance and keep that balance in there. You don't want to have too little or too much of either one. It's a it's a tricky thing. It's one of the hardest things we have to do in our genre. That's New York Times bestselling author Steve Barry. He has his new Cotton Malone adventure. It's called The Last Kingdom Set in Bavaria and all those great castles. Neuschwanstein, Linderholf, Herren Kimsey, all that great stuff from Mad King Ludwig. Steve, congratulations on the book. Thanks for coming by. Thanks for having me. No doubt. I remember the first time I went to Neuschwanstein, and I was just five years old. But as he said, it's what Walt Disney modeled uh, Cinderella's Castle from, or Sleeping Beauty, I should say, uh, the castle there in Disneyland. And um, I remember it was, I mean, it's just funny, the, the memories you have at five years old. I just remember that my brothers and I, we each got these really cheap little transparent umbrellas. And I just remember walking around this castle outside holding this umbrella up, and I was just like, whoa. Even then, you're like, whoa. And then to go back later, it's the kind of thing I think mostly as Americans, at least for me, which is the most jarring, is a real castle because we don't have those here. Like in my town, the oldest thing is like the mall from 1960. So uh, those are the things that kind of grab you. Anyway, Steve Barry, good to have him uh, on. We got open lines on the other side. Don't be shy. 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Byline. <laughs> Get my love now because you wear all those fancy clothes. Oh, yeah. 
of certain chronic conditions such as heart disease, asthma, diabetes, and you're 19 years of age or older, 52, 36, 42, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I'm going to ask my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you very much. Don't interrupt me, please. Thank you. must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. So far, we got a call from Texas. 
We talked to author Steve Barry. We got open lines if you'd like to get in at 1-800-878-PLAY. So something that might not have moved the needle for you, maybe even if you're in the Bay Area, but I'm a huge Sharks fan. And I know that they have been shopping both Timo Meyer and Eric Carlson, their best forward player and the best blue liner in hockey right now, the guy on the way to his next Norris. And <clears throat> you want to rebuild a team that had gone to the playoffs, what was it, 13 out of 14 years, did get to the Stanley Cup Finals, lost to Pittsburgh. Uh, I was at that game when they beat the Penguins at the Shark Tank, and that was a lot of fun. And That was it, though. That was their one <laughs> Stanley Cup final win. But it's maddening when you see stupid teams like the Ducks and the Hurricanes win Stanley Cups and <clears throat> the Lightning, a team in Florida. I know, I'm biased. Um, but first of all, the Sharks retired Patrick Marlowe's 12 on Saturday night. And, um, of course I was there and, uh, how can I not be there? And it just, when you saw all the old guys, he was hugging and, and then other teams represented Raleigh fingers, Chris Mullen and Marlo's like, okay, cool. No Niners, by the way, which is interesting. Cause I know Joe Staley used to have a box there and he used to bring like the O line to a lot of games back in the day. But, um, anywho, the, they became the first shark in history to have his number retired. His wife and his four sons were there. Jagger, Landon, Brody, and something else. But yeah, there's Jagger Marlowe. Uh, when the Sharks came out before the game for skate around, they all wore number 12 Marlowe jerseys. And I thought, oh, this is going to be so cool. How are they going to call fouls when they all say 12 Marlowe? And then when the game started, they put on their regular jerseys, and I thought, I'm a dork. I just was used to <clears throat> Jackie Robinson Day, where everyone wears 42. But you can do that in baseball because there are no fouls and penalties. You don't have to report somebody's number. If somebody gets kicked out of the game, we know who the guy is. But in hockey, if somebody scores a goal, who was it? It was 12. Well, who punched the guy in the head? 12. I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's the same. So um, almost getting teary-eyed watching Patty get his number retired and seeing him hug Jumbo Joe in person. And then Little Joe was on the scoreboard and, you know, just a lot of alums and some guys you forget about like Tommy Wingles and Kelly Rudy. And, and it was really cool <clears throat> to be up in the press area with a lot of the old guys and having – conversations with some old sharks and you know the sharks for me are a team my only local team that I became a fan of as an adult because they didn't exist until I was 26 and so and then I worked on the first basically 10 years of those broadcasts on TV nine years I guess when they were at the cow palace and <clears throat> I was in master control for the regional sports network and so uh, I love this team, and I saw them come from nothing all the way to winning in the West. And that great little, I can't call it a dynasty, but the great years of Marlowe and Pavelski and Big Joe, Little Joe, 
those all came with a price, and the price is what the Sharks are going through now. And they have a new man, uh, general manager in Mike Greer. It would still be, uh, I believe, um, Dougie if he hadn't have been gotten sick, and we hope he's going to be okay. But <clears throat> so far, Greerzy, as he was known as a Sharks player, it's been hard to impress. He has, I thought, kind of a dud of a pick as a coach. And Quinn, <clears throat> no offense to him, because I don't know the guy, just wasn't really a splash. But I will say this, from the, the Sharks games that I've gone to, they seem to skate well. They seem pretty well organized. They seem well coached. There's just not a whole ton of talent out there right now. And so when you trade a 26-year-old, that's all Timo was, if you think about it, all those years. And he came up as a 19-year-old. But you're going to trade Timo Meyer, who is an established all-star, you know, a guy who leads the Sharks in goals. He, um, you know, has had so many seasons where he's over 20 or 30 goals. 30-goal mark three times. Five seasons, which at least 20. And he's going to be a natural fit with the New Jersey Devils. They got so many good young forwards. He's more of a power forward. And then his Swiss countryman, Nico Hirschier, is right there. He's going to be an RFA. They're going to push to resign him there. But the one reason that I was a little bit excited, because I thought we were going to get, we as Sharks fans, were going to get Alexander Holtz coming the other way. Alexander Holtz, out of Sweden, was the seventh overall pick um, in the 2020 draft, and this is really their top prospect. And the Sharks did not get the top prospect, which sucks. <laughs> what can I say? <clears throat> it's not fun. So just uh, the, the details, and this is a blockbuster. This is about as big as a blockbuster as you could make in sports. New Jersey gets the win now. They get a 26-year-old established all-star forward in Timo Meyer, former Sharks first-round pick. They also get from the Sharks teamer uh, Ibrugamov. They're going to get defenseman Scott Harrington, defenseman Santeri Hataka, a goalie named Zachary Emond, and a fifth-round pick next year. San Jose, San Jose receives forward Fabian Zetterlin, Forward, Andreas Janssen. Defenseman, Shakur Mukhamadulin. Defenseman, Nikita Ohotiuk. They get a first-round pick this year, which is conditional. They get a second-round pick next year, which will go to a first if the Devils win the Stanley Cup. And then a seventh-round pick next year. <clears throat> so when you break it down, uh, Zetterlin is 23 years old. He's a rookie, six goals and 14 assists so far. This is a former third-round pick. He seems like maybe a third- or fourth-line guy. Uh, Mukhe Madulin was the 20th overall pick uh, three years ago, and he plays with uh, Ufa. Ufa is his hometown in Russia. Ufa Salaved Ulyaliv in the KHL. And uh, big guy, six foot four, blue liner. Ohotiuk is 22 years old. He was the 61st overall pick in 2019. He's playing in the AHL with Utica. The Comets, that's their minor leagues. That's actually where Alexander Holtz is right now. And now in the next two drafts, the Sharks have four, uh, four first-round picks. 
<clears throat> so the other thing is, is that the sharks are going to pick up 50% of the uh, salary. So it boils down to one thing. The New Jersey Devils got Timo Meyer. He was the top guy right now at the trade deadline. In the NHL, he was the prize. He was the forward that was being shopped. Which team would get him? The last two Sharks games I went to, he was a healthy scratch, meaning they didn't want him to get hurt. <laughs> they were going to trade him. And just seeing reaction from the NFL, the NFL, the NHL, and executives just saying this is huge for the Devils. It's just absolutely huge. He is a game changer. Uh, I talk about the Sharks a lot with uh, Vince when he calls in, and I just kept saying I really hope they don't trade Timo. <clears throat> I really don't. Now, here's the thing. They keep playing Carlson. I don't think Carlson would allow. Carlson has built up enough equity in his career where he's going to play whether he wants to or not. But the Devils now have an elite, I said, power forward. He's a play driver. He creates scoring chances. He finishes them a lot. And he's going to be on the flank with either Jack Hughes or Nico Heischer, as I mentioned, his Swiss countrymen. The, the Devils were already fifth in the league in goals per game at 3.51. And they are a speedy team. They create off the rush. And that's what Meyer likes to do. And it's a fantastic move for these uh, for the Devils to get a guy like that. And we'll see on the special teams. Here's the thing. Meyer has the 11th most power play goals in hockey over the last two seasons. And that's the one thing their special teams on the PP have really lagged PP. But 6'2", 220, Devils have not been in the playoffs for five years. Uh, they haven't won a playoff series in over 10 years. And this is not, these aren't David Putty's Devils anymore. And so you think about a guy with experience, Timo Meyer on the Sharks played in 35 career playoff games. The one I'll always remember is at St. Louis when he slapped the, the uh, goal in with his hand to win the game. And the, you couldn't review, a, at that point, you couldn't review a goal if it was slapped in by a hand. I don't know why. It wasn't up for review. So if no one saw it, the, Four, yes, there are four officials on the ice. It's way too many. But none of them saw it. And I remember the guys on the Blues were smashing their sticks. The Blues ended up winning that series and winning the Stanley Cup, which made me mad because that's when the Sharks got by Colorado and the round before. And before that, they got by Vegas. And it just kind of felt like the Sharks were on their way. But that's the goal I think I'll remember the most at this point. Restricted free agent, $10 million qualifying offer which I'm sure New Jersey is going to pick up one way or the other. They just don't want him for a couple months. And so, as I mentioned, the first-round pick is top two protected, which is just disaster insurance, as if the Devils somehow fell out of a playoff seed all the way into the lottery and end up winning the lottery. They don't want to give that to San Jose. But let's assume the Devils make the playoffs. The Sharks will get a conditional second-round pick next year as well. If they make the finals and Meyer plays in half the games, then it will go up to a first-round pick uh, as well. And so the bottom line is the Devils do not have any draft pick tied to Meyer signing an extension, which is interesting. Um, Janssen uh, from Sweden going to San Jose, he's an unrestricted free agent. 
So he's not going to be around. Zetterlin has some upside, as I said, probably a middle six forward. But the guys are looking at Mookie Madulin and Ohotiuk for blue liners. The thing is, the Devils were dealing from a position of strength. Mookie Madin is the fourth best blue liner, depending on how you feel about Seamus Casey. But he's the fourth best guy that they have right now. So if you think about Dawson Mercer, Luke Hughes, Simon Nemec, Alexander Holtz, none of those guys went in those deals, which were their guys they really wanted to hold on to. So I think this is a whiff by the Sharks. I really do think it's a whiff, but I give them a C grade right now because we have to see what happens with these guys. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back on Byline. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Do you own an annuity? Either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. 
you get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800 760 1845. 800 cares about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. We still got two more hours to go. Coming up the next hour, Sean Whalen, David Scott, and Mike Long. How about that? Who are they? You'll find out. Um, Damian Lillard became the first player in NBA history to score 71 points in less than 40 minutes to get over the 70 mark. Everybody else needed more time than that. But um, he uh, was required to take a blood-drawn drug test after the game, and he was not happy about it. He said, quote, I was like, are you all serious? I did the urine test yesterday, and then they backed it up with the blood-drawn tonight after the game. That's actually my first time in my career being tested after a game. Um, He said, they know that I'm scared of needles, I know I got a lot of tattoos, but when you're doing a blood draw, it's different than tattoos. So only eight players in the history of the NBA have scored 70 points in a game. Um, Donovan Mitchell for the Cavs had 71 earlier this year against the Bulls, which might have escaped you because I think that was on New Year's Day. He might have been doing something. But um, he took 22 threes. <laughs> He hit 13 of them, and uh, he hit all 14 of his free throws uh, as well. Uh, but uh, his 13 three-pointers were one short of tying Clay Thompson for the most all-time. All right, I'm Rick Tuttle. we got another two hours. Come on back on Sports Pilot. News. I'm Richard Johnson. It's a cold, nasty, often snowy day from the west to the Great Lakes. More than a quarter million are without power. 
That big snowstorm that moved on from California has now brought tornadoes to Oklahoma and Kansas. Correspondent Morgan Chesky is looking at some of the damage outside Norman. This was a horse riding arena here on the farm that has been absolutely flattened, uh, just scattered like matchsticks here. Trees knocked down as far as you can see. And before anyone can recover from several feet of snow dumped on the Sierra Nevadas, another system's about to head on shore. That could bring more flooding rains to the Los Angeles basin and more feet of snow to the mountains. A new study says while there won't be more hurricanes, the ones we will have will be stronger. The First Street Foundation says the stronger storms are fueled by climate change and will threaten areas that historically have not experienced hurricane-force winds. Authorities around the USA are not happy to learn after the fact that toxic soil from the train crash outside East Palestine, Ohio, has ended up in their towns. You can see it from my backyard, and it's literally in some people's backyards. So it's definitely a concern. East Liverpool, Ohio Mayor Gregory Brickman, a judge in Texas, says it was only after waste had been in Texas for a week that they learned of it. The EPA has ordered Norfolk Southern to stop its shipments of hazardous waste from the site, pending a review of the railroad's procedures. More payroll trimming at Twitter, which reportedly fired another 50 people over the weekend. Since Elon Musk took over, Twitter's cut around 3,800 employees. Pending home sales are up. The National Association of Realtors track of home deals between contract signing and closing rose by more than 8% from December to January. But they're still 24% lower than last year. This is USA News. Attention, small business owners. This could be the most important 10-minute call you will ever make. You may be eligible to receive up to $26,000 per employee through the Employee Retention Credit. Call Omega Accounting Solutions to see if your business is eligible to recover payroll tax pay during the pandemic. All it takes is a quick, easy, free 10-minute consultation to determine your qualifications. Call Omega Accounting Solutions at 800-309-ERC. Omega's knowledgeable staff will streamline the process of filing complicated paperwork. Omega is the small business champion with teams dedicated to maximizing tax credits. CPAs even turn to Omega for ERC guidance. Take advantage of this exclusive small business tax credit before it's too late. The three-year sunset deadline is setting soon. So find out if you qualify today. Call 800-309-ERC. That's 800-309-ERC. Or visit OmegaTaxCredits.com. First, Willy Wonka, now James Bond. The estate of author Ian Fleming has been working with what are called sensitivity readers to flag language in the James Bond novels that is considered outdated and insensitive. The new versions of the Bond books will come out this spring absent of what is now considered offensive material. Last week, the family of the late Roald Dahl announced it had trimmed and rewritten passages in books like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and Matilda. Now the publisher says it will issue new versions in both the edited and original forms. Speaking of offensive, you may have heard that every newspaper around the USA has dropped Dilbert, the long-running comic strip about the absurdities of the modern office. This is what did it. This is Dilbert creator Scott Adams alone, unprovoked, on his own podcast with one slight edit, talking about a survey he found. So if, if you know, nearly half of all blacks uh, are not okay with white people, according to this poll, not according to me, according to this poll, uh, that's a hate group. That's a hate group. And I don't want to have anything to do with them. 
And I would say, you know, based on the current way things are going, the best advice I would give to white people is to get away from black people. The company that distributes Dilbert is cutting all ties with Adams. The syndicator put the comic strip in about 2,000 newspapers in 65 countries. I'm Richard Johnson, USA News. If you own a business with employees and have not received your COVID ERTC payroll refund of up to $26,000 per employee, you need to act fast as time is running out. ERTCfiling.com has helped thousands of businesses across the country receive over a half billion dollars in government funds. This is not a loan and you do not have to pay it back. ERTCfiling.com consultants will make the process fast and easy and at a fee of less than 2%. Let ERTCfiling.com show you the money. Go to ERTCfiling.com to see how you qualify. Fees are at fixed rates per quarter qualified 2% based on total rates. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. 1-800-878-PLAY to get in and get heard. You know, uh, Turkish soccer... That's right, I said Turkish soccer. They get a little bit of a bad rep. Some of it deserved for when English teams come there because they're in UEFA, they're part of Europe, even though they're Asia Minor. And teams like Transmansbor and Galatasaray and Besiktas, they always say, welcome to hell, and it can be a bit scary. But we know that Turkey and Syria have just been ravaged by horrifying beyond tragic earthquakes over 50,000 people have died including Christian Atsu the soccer player who used to play in the Premier League Um, but on Sunday yesterday Besiktas was playing against Antialta Spor and at exactly 4.17 of the game, because that was the time, 4.17 a.m. February 6th is when the first earthquake hit, fans threw stuffed animals on the field to donate to children who were affected in the city, Van, the Turkish city. And um, <clears throat> I had seen Trabzonspor, the other Turkish, another Turkish soccer club, they unveiled a huge TIFO, that's the thing that covers the whole, like, curvacute and all thousands of fans. 
that was before a European game against Bal in in Switzerland, and it said Yanis Nanstiac, which means we are with you. Uh, um, but if you look at the stuffed animals that came onto the field, uh, you just you'd never see anything like it. Thousands. And this was planned, obviously, but thousands and thousands of stuffed animals. And it took them forever to clean it up. But it was a very sweet uh, and heartbreaking, in a way, um, tribute to those who have been affected. And so I say, you know, Turkish soccer doesn't get it. Uh, a lot of good pub. It's supposed to be super brutal. Actually, Delhi Ali is on loan from Everton at Besiktas right now. But uh, that was pretty cool what they did. Never seen anything like it. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Sponsored by IBM. IBM is transforming how it engages with business partners through the launch of IBM Partner Plus, a single integrated program to help deepen partners' technical expertise, accelerate time to market, and win with clients. New and existing partners will experience a transparent, simple, and modern program anchored around three pillars, competitive incentives, insider access, and enhanced support and benefits. Partners can grow skills, develop solutions, and build sales expertise using IBM technology. Kate Woolley, General Manager, IBM Ecosystem. We are introducing IBM Partner Plus, a new program built hand-in-hand with our partners to help them gain skills, grow faster, and earn more. By offering access to the same education, programs, and hands-on training that IBMers get, we are better equipping partners to bring the power of AI and hybrid cloud to our clients. For more information, visit ibm.com slash partner plus. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531.
hour two of titillating sports you thought it couldn't get any better but it's better rick tittle is back he's so great i can't believe how awesome he is more sports talk yes couldn't get any better but it's better rick tittle is back he's so great i can't believe how awesome he is more sports talk yes hour two of titillating sports hey Check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, check me out. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show a very distinct and talented actor, Sean Whalen. He's here to talk about his new movie called Crust, but it's not just his new movie because he wrote it, he starred in it, and he directed it as well. Sean, welcome to the program. And um, this is your directorial debut. What were some of the things that you, you learned about yourself when you started directing here? Well, the thing is, uh, uh, I'm going to be shooting the movie. I haven't shot it yet. I'm shooting it ah. at the end of April. Um, but right now, uh, what I'm learning, uh, it was great. I saw a Ron Howard masterclass. I was, you know, looking at that and he said something very interesting. He said, you know, actors should not shy away from directing because they know so much more than they think they know. It's just, they're afraid of the photography part. He goes, but all you need is a good director of photography. You're basically the head of the photography department, the camera. And he said, and you'll be fine. And I, kind of thought, you know, that really is the reason why I haven't really gone into it. And when I decided to do it, well, it was kind of my manager. I said, hey, I, I, I wrote it. I'm going to star in it. And, uh, and I'm producing it. And he went, meh. <laughs> what does that mean? And he said, hey, no one cares unless you direct it. And I go, oh, God. So I hmm. thought about it. And then after thinking of the Ron Howard thing, I thought that's really true. And now that I'm working with my director of photography, we have to do a thing called storyboarding where we kind of plan out every shot because mm -hmm. I'm acting in it. We want to have it all kind of locked down before we shoot at the end of April. Um, I realized I do know a lot more than I thought. You know, I know what I like. I know what I don't like. I know I don't like a lot of cuts. I know I don't like a lot of close-ups on people. I like to keep an open frame, meaning... So you can see both actors interacting and, you know, I'm an actor, so I want to see actors act, you know? So, uh, it's, it's funny. You learn a lot more about yourself when you put yourself out of your comfort zone. I, we're about the exact same age. And I remember watching people under the stairs in the theaters mm. and can you believe that's more than 30 years ago now? Oh my God. It's my, that was my first movie. That was my very first movie that I ever did <coughs> was that movie. I was a 27-year-old playing a 16-year-old. So, <laughs> uh, I, luckily, you know, when I was looking like a child in high school, I didn't realize how much it was going to benefit. Didn't benefit me those four years, but after that, it, uh, you know, those people got their four years in high school. But I'll take all the decades after because <laughs> people think I'm a lot younger than I am, which is nice. Right? Yeah. No, that is that is good. Um, that movie, yeah. though, when you at first, you seemed quite frightful, and then you were more of a sympathetic yes. character, weren't you? Yes, yeah, it was the uh, <laughs> red herring, you know, they, they, yes, you think that I'm trying to attack or hurt the main protagonist, and but then you find out, nope, he's actually trying to help. He's trying to help Alice, the girl that's trapped in there, and help the little boy, which nickname was Fool, to find her and get her to safety, you know? He was like a, he was like a goofy, fun hero, you know? I was only on the screen for 10 minutes, Rick. I was 
literally what? only on 10 minutes. But, yeah, but people remember that character so much. Because, um, yeah, it's crazy. Because I didn't know that until I was kind of compiling a, a, a reel of it. And I thought, oh, my God, I think I'm on for 11 minutes. You hear of me a little bit. Uh, you know, you hear my groans and moans in the wall. And people talk about me a little bit. But I'm actually only on screen for like 11 minutes. It's crazy. So when you're getting these, you know, your agent or whoever's saying, you know, who am I going to play? What's what's my uh, what's my character? What was it like when yeah. they came to you about five years ago and they said, you said, what's going to be my role? And they said, Satan in Death House. Yeah, <laughs> you're kind of like, <laughs> all right. But but it was it was a guy who was in a mental institution who believed he was Satan. So uh, it wasn't actually Satan, you know, so uh, but but I was ready for any of it. <laughs> well, now that you teach, like, what are some of the things that 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 you teach in your um, like? Is it method? Is it um, you know? Do yeah, you have little techniques? A, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I, I you know come from uh, Sandy Meisner, the Meisner method, but they all came from you know New York in the fifties. <clears> we <throat> saw Brando and all those guys who came from the thirties, from Stanislavski. It's, it's all it all started in the early nineteen hundreds in Russia with Stanislavski, and it's all becoming a person instead of acting like a person, if that makes sense. You're actually embodying someone. Um, but the main thing I teach now, quite honestly, Rick, is that no one, no, you cannot be an actor and wait by the phone. That just doesn't exist anymore. Um, that mm-hmm. existed for me in the 90s and the way the business worked. But now you basically have to create your own stuff. I didn't have that advantage in the 90s. Would you tell us to make a short film or anything cost? thousands and thousands of dollars to buy the film now people can make a movie on their on their phone but you have to create your own content you have to even me you know people know me as a character actor but i've got a love interest in this movie i'm carrying the whole movie by myself um i have to educate them that i can be a romantic lead that i can be comedic that i can hold the screen for a full feature because no one gives you that chance Hollywood is not that risk, you know, why are we seeing comic book movies over and over? Because, and why are we seeing Toy Story 5 and, and, you know, Frozen 3? And, you know, it's because they're risk averse. So when they say, oh, I think you could be a lead in the movie, well, they'll say that, but they won't cast you in it. So you have to create your own content. That's what Issa Rae did for Insecure. That's what Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, the, the woman who created that show, I'm blanking on her name right now, but... They all came from web series and, and things like that. You, you have to create your own stuff. And, and just like we used to say, get on stage so people can see you, because most people would go to theater in New York and stuff in the early 70s to see actors. Now you can find them on YouTube, TikTok, you know, uh, Instagram, you know, and you have to create your own reality. Do you think that Lin-Manuel Miranda got his inspiration from your Got Milk commercial? No, but uh, I know he didn't, but uh, the funny story about that is Leslie Odom Jr., who played Aaron Burr, on all the interviews, he would say, oh, the, you know, I, the only thing I knew about it was that milk commercial. I'd always show my milk commercial. So my manager and I said, oh, we got to call him and say, it would be so great for Sean to meet Leslie because he's talked about the commercial so much. Wouldn't that be great? We'd give him great, it'd be great publicity. And they said, um, we don't need publicity. We're sold out for like a decade. <laughs> and we're like, okay, publicity for me. Okay. 
<laughs> All right. Well, but listen, the new movie, Crust, you wrote it, you're going to start it, you're going to direct it. When can we get our eyeballs on it? Well, so well, the process usually is, you know, I say I'm like, a, I'm like an ice cream maker that hasn't brought the cow yet. But I'm, uh, it's early in the process. So what you do is you shoot it, then I take the rest of the year, I send my contract to have it done and edited by fall. Then you start doing um, film festivals to get some heat behind it and some good reviews hopefully behind it and then by the time you get distribution or get a deal it takes like six months to do what's called deliverables which is all these specific things that need so it can go through all these different formats so it'll probably be uh, uh, probably a, a year and a half until you can actually see it all right well you heard it but, here first and, and when you sell it when you sell it you don't know where you're going to sell it i guess that's my point too i I might sell it to a streaming service. I might sell it to theaters and then a streaming service. I mean, ultimately, it will end up on a streaming service because they all do eventually. But um, it'll be somewhere, uh, and you will know more about it in 2015. If you follow me at Sean Whalen Actor or at Crest Movie, but we're also in the process of funding our movie. Um, uh, we are I'm reaching towards the goal of, like, you know, 100000 We're already at sixty something and we've got two and a half weeks left so please check us out at uh, crust movie and contribute to some original fun quirky uh, horror movies there he is sean whalen the movie crust keep your eyes out for it you heard it here very very first right here sean congratulations on the project best of luck and let's talk to you uh, when it comes out Thank you very much, Rick, for having me. Appreciate your time. All right, good stuff. We'll come back on the other side. We'll talk real sports, HBO style with David Scott. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call Call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Do you have an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp now for free information on how to get started today. InventHelp provides invention services that help everyday inventors get started with their idea. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. Our services include professional materials needed to showcase your invention and 3D animation and prototype modeling that help you demonstrate your idea. Get down to the details of your idea with a technical drawing. The InventHelp databank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984, 
Let's help you next. Take advantage of the opportunity to get started today. Call 1-800-356-7308. That's 1-800-356-7308. Again, 1-800-356-7308. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back, but you're going to love it and you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than two bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15 day guarantee. Call now 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. That's 800 617 5145. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. HBO Real Sports with Bryant Gumbel on HBO and HBO Max, of course, is a fantastic show. And over the years, we've had uh, many of the correspondents on the show, and uh, one of them joins us now again. It's uh, David Scott. He has a piece uh, in the latest episode called A Blind Eye. And it's about why so many of the World Sports Federation, most notably FIFA, have chosen to make Switzerland their home. And, uh, David, I understand the Swiss government is pretty hands-off to a lot of this, which can lead to a lot of corruption. Uh, what what led you to uh, do a story on this? Well, thanks for having us on, uh, Rick. I really appreciate it. Uh, this story was developed by one of our outstanding investigative producers, Josh Fine. Uh, and it's um, it's interesting, you know, over the years, uh, it's hard not to notice that um, that dozens and dozens of sports federations are, are based in Switzerland, uh, some 60 of them, uh, from, wow. as you mentioned, FIFA, all the way down to the governing body of you know, the World Ping Pong Association. And, uh, and, and they're, you know, one of the reasons that they're there, perhaps the main reason that they're there, is that uh, the Swiss have a very friendly regulatory environment, especially for... Uh, sports federations, uh, and um, and it's kind of a corollary to their general finance culture of financial secrecy, uh, but it enables the the lords of of sport to effectively you know run their businesses as they please, even though they're charitable organizations. Uh, in most of the Western world, such groups would have to disclose how they make their money, how they spend their money, what they pay their top officials. Well, none of that. It is true in Switzerland, and so they can operate in virtual secrecy, and um, and that has led to uh, a culture of uh, of corruption, 
um, you know, from the FIFA scandal to many, many involving the smaller sports federations that uh, that we, we, we generally don't hear much about. Do you think in the beginning, because of the neutrality of Switzerland, and, and uh, I've been lucky enough to have been there several times, it's a beautiful place, it's a very rich place, the the Swiss franc is still going strong, they're not into the euro, you've got the IOC in, in Lausanne, there's five <laughs> official languages, it just sort of seemed like the natural place to have all these federations. <laughs> well, that's, that's certainly part of the, that's certainly part of um of what the federations say. I mean, it's, you know, it's hard to argue with. It's, it's a wonderful country in so many ways. You know, the Swiss do know how to live, and, um, and, uh, and so they enjoy a very educated workforce, you know, a very stable political and financial environment. Um, they're, they're, it's, a, it's a physically beautiful place. Um, it's a sophisticated global uh, country with, with many global, world-class cities. There, there are lots of great reasons to, to, to be in Switzerland, but if you're not basically a nonprofit charity, um, it's a very expensive place to operate. Uh, and what we've seen is that, um, you know, uh, among the attractions to, to sports federations is the loose regulatory environment, um, which enables them to, to live quite richly, um, even though their missions are, are charitable, and in some cases at the expense of those missions. Well, it's well documented, uh, we think anyway. There's always new things coming out about why FIFA would have a winter World Cup in Qatar, and the reason is money. And I know in England they like to call them bungs. We call them kickbacks. What are some of the other federations that you have found that are a little under the radar with some of these scandals? Right, right. Well, um, you know, FIFA is probably the, the best known of all, uh, the FIFA 2022 World Cup bribery scandal. And, uh, and it's very telling that not a single person, what, seven years since that case broke, not a single person has ever been brought to justice by the Swiss. Um, so that kind of tells you everything you need to know about the hands-off approach that the government takes. Um, but there have been, you know, there have been equally outrageous and outlandish Scandals in weightlifting, in uh, in volleyball, in particular, which is not a sport you'd imagine to be, you know, easily scandalized. But uh, but the you know, the former head of the volleyball federation uh, created a uh, a rule that anyone who signed uh, a media deal with the federation could keep ten percent of it. Uh, and then he made another rule that he was the only one allowed to sign those contracts. So he walked away with $33 million uh, in, 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 from skimming these, uh, the, the Federation's uh, contracts. Um, and not only that, but, uh, but you know, the Ball Federation is also famous for purchasing a, 33, a $30 million uh, chateau just on the lake of, uh, of, uh, in, in Lausanne, Lake Geneva, which is some of the most expensive property in, in all of Europe. Um, so um, so there's that. There's the head of the weight weightlifting federation who was, you know, for for years collecting his organization's fees and fines and cash, and then secreting them away in a series of of, of Swiss bank accounts. Um, uh, swimming has been scandalized. Equestrian sport. I mean, it's really almost <laughs> it's really almost um, you know part of the of the the business model of these groups um, to enrich themselves and. Uh, and uh, and often at the expense of 
of the mission of their sport, which is to grow the sport, particularly in the developing world. Well, you know, we, we documented very little of, uh, of, of uh, the budgets of some of these organizations are, are, going, are going to that cause, um, even while, you know, they throw million-dollar parties for themselves. Well, I, I remember hearing that Lausanne, they were trying to become what they call the Silicon Valley of Switzerland, that they would pay your rent, for two years if you move your federation there they would give you visas for whatever foreigners would come in they'd help you find houses do you think the set bladders of fifa and the juan antonio samaranches the ioc you think this is some part of like organized cabal or do you think that these guys are just well-meaning guys who kind of turn into these schmucks or patsies <laughs> it's a good question um and it's hard to it's hard to you know it's really hard to draw the line but i think you could you, you could you know, understand the relationship between the Swiss government and, and these sports federations as a kind of true symbiosis. The government gives them lots of discretion to do as they please, and in return the federations deliver billions of dollars into the Swiss economy. Uh, and the less said or written about the whole topic, the, the better. That's, that's, how they, that's how they like it. And, and the culture of financial secrecy is almost like a value system there. Uh, for instance, there are effectively no whistleblower protections under Swiss law. Uh, somebody could be thrown in prison for five years for releasing damning banking information. Even journalists are subject to these laws. So you don't see many insiders coming forward or, or many press reports investigating these issues. Um, it's, uh, it really is a, a kind of see-no-evil uh, culture, and, uh, and, and that's how the Swiss people like it. Well, hopefully you won't be extradited back to serve your sentence there, then. <laughs> That's not fun. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, well, everybody, make sure to check it out. The uh, February segments include North Shore Lifeguards uh, with uh, our former guest, John Frankel, Mary Carrillo, who I first worked with back in 1981, believe it or not. She has one called Wheels, Work to Ride. That's an update from Mary Carrillo as well. And, of course, with our guest correspondent, David Scott, produced by Josh Fine. It's called A Blind Eye and examining why all these world sports federations have chosen to make Switzerland their home and the nefarious undercurrents of that as well. David, always great stuff. Congratulations on the piece and look forward to catching up with you again real soon. Thanks so much, Rick. Take care. Sure, you too. <clears throat> and uh, Switzerland is a pretty amazing country if you think about it. And here's the thing about the Alps too. Um, there are no foothills. They just all of a sudden, kaboom, they just rise up. And it is something to behold when you're driving along and all of a sudden there's just this, these mountain walls. But they don't, because they have four official languages, Italian, like if you think about the San Bernardino Pass coming into Lake Como and Lake Lugano, it's very Italian. You have the French there with uh, Grenoble and Geneve and Lausanne, as we were just talking about, and then you have the German part there, right on the Bodensee, or we call it Lake Constance, and you have... Um, Constance and Schaffhausen and Laufenberg and Zurich, Zurich, all those great places, Bern, the capital. And so then you have Romanche, which is the traditional Swiss language. So they have four official languages. So the name of Switzerland is the Confederation of Helvetia, or in Latin, Helvetica. This is the, uh, you probably think it's maybe a font or your type as well. Call me dumb. 
But if you go around Europe and you see the letters like DE or D is just Deutschland, DK is Denmark, GB is Great Britain, I Italy, F France, NL Netherlands, all that. Switzerland CH, CH, the Confederation of Helvetia, that's their official name. And I'm officially going to go to a break and come on back on Sports Byline. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086-800-918-4086-800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Are you like me? You have health insurance, but you don't have dental insurance. Do you need to get to the dentist right away? Maybe you need an implant or some other major service. Well, I found a dental insurance plan that's just right for you. It's called Spirit Dental. Spirit Dental offers a $100 lifetime deductible, a huge network of dentists. And here's the best part. There's no waiting periods. Yeah, that means you can call right now and have real dental insurance for you and your family tomorrow and get that immediate coverage you want. Spirit Dental has plans for just a few dollars a day, up to $5,000 annual maximum, and coverage for implants. Whatever age you are, the dental insurance you need is a free phone call away. Now don't wait, and be sure to ask about Spirit's vision plan. Here's the number, 800-634-0482, 800-634-0482. That's 800-634-0482. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and 
I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world. Uh, We're searching for our next guest. And when we get him, we'll pick him up and we'll throw him right on the air. Well, I always say, usually as a Raider fan, I start thinking about the draft right around Halloween. But now we got real talk. HBO, Real Talk, Real Sports. The Bears have the top pick. How they ended up with it is, I think, a little under the radar. I don't think we saw that coming. (laughs) We knew that they were stinky. But worse than Houston? Apparently so. And so we know that they want to trade out and hold on to Justin Fields. But they would not be doing their dog due diligence, as I call it, if they didn't talk to all the quarterbacks and all the defensive ends and anybody else just to make sure that they're not missing out on what they have before they give it away. And so the Bears are expected um, to meet at the Combine with all the top quarterbacks. Because even if they trade down one spot, do they still take a quarterback? Do they hold on to Justin Fields? Justin Fields forever. So this doesn't this shouldn't be an indication that they're going to take a quarterback. But as I said, you have to cover all your bases. Otherwise, you're not doing your job. <clears throat> because if someone comes back to them in three years and say, why didn't you pick this guy? And we'd be like, I, I, we didn't even talk to him. What? We didn't even meet him. What do you mean you didn't even meet with him? So you want to say, yeah, we met with him. We really liked him, but we went this way. And you'd be like, all right. You just want to do your job. <clears throat> and then you might find out something too, something you didn't know. And then you have to have him. But be careful with the guy who has a great combine and then you have to have him. The number one case of that was Jeff George. Now, Jeff George did lead the NFL in passing when he was with the Raiders, and he didn't go to the Pro Bowl because his fellow team, his fellow um, pros didn't care for him. We will get to that. But we do have our guest, and uh, we're quite happy to uh, have him. It is uh, editor Michael Long, and uh, he is here to talk about um, uh, the new book, 42 Today, Jackie Robinson and his legacy. There is a forward by two-time guest of this show, Ken Burns, uh, as well. This is from NYU Press, and it is going to be available uh, tomorrow. Um, Mike, welcome to the uh, show. And I know that you have written a lot about Jackie Robinson and edited. How many Jackie Robinson projects have you been a part of now? 
think this is number four, though I just did a comic for the New York City Department of Education for their high school uh, system, and that was quite a pleasure, too. So 42 Today, am I to take from the inference of that title, then we're exploring the perspectives and the legacies that we have today from everything that he represented. Yeah, that's definitely right. We wanted to draw a connection between the historic significance of Robinson and current politics and culture and Major League Baseball as well. So we draw some really nice connections between the past and the present, which is always important for looking at somebody's legacy, especially somebody like Robinson's. Now, some of that is direct. A lot of it is just trickle down. Reagan, if I can borrow his uh, term, because <laughs> those legacies on faith and civil rights and nonviolence and and what were some of the things, the tangible things that you did see directly back to Jackie? Well, it's just a fill in the vacuum a bit. I suppose I could say that his legacy really remains unfulfilled in in some ways. I mean, even if we were to look just at Major League Baseball. Robinson cracked the color barrier. People often say that he shattered the color barrier in Major League Baseball. It simply didn't happen. Uh, he certainly opened the game uh, to people of color. There's no doubt about that. But if you look at the stats today, Rick, and, and I'm, I don't need to tell you this, they're really miserable in the sense of hiring black Americans uh, for the field, let alone in management and then upper management positions. And Robinson had long fought hard for the entrance of black Americans in, in the front offices. And still we don't see that as much as I think he would say we should. So that's a matter of unfulfilled legacy. Now, in terms of his politics, you know, there's an unfulfilled... We can talk more about that. I don't want to get into his politics without seeing where you want to go. But that's one point where his legacy is unfulfilled. Well, I think about when we talk about nonviolence... Um, yeah. I think it was Ben Chapman, who was the the manager of the the uh, Cardinals, who was taunting him and calling him the N word. And you just think about people doing that from the stands, but but getting it from the other dugout. One of the reasons why I think Pee Wee Reese put his arm around him and others. But I mean, the natural reaction is to hit back and all the death threats and everything else. What have you seen forty two today with the the nonviolence and how that message, you know, almost like a in an indirect MLK between the lines? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Robinson was not naturally nonviolent. He certainly wasn't a pacifist. He wasn't peaceful by nature. Uh, so yeah, when in forty seven when Ben Chapman with the Phillies, he was in the Phillies I got he's a manager and he's enlisted some of his fellow players to stand there at the dugout and hurl every racist insult uh, in the world at Robinson. He's really feeling it. Now, he turns the other cheek, as we say, but inside, this is what Robinson is feeling. This is almost verbatim from something he wrote. He said, I felt like throwing my bat down, marching over to that dugout, and using my despised black fist to smash the teeth of those white sons of you-know-what. That's almost verbatim, Rick. That gives you some sense of who Robinson was inside. So I don't want to make too much of the nonviolence of Jack Robinson. You know, in terms of foreign policy, he was in favor of the Vietnam War. But in matters of civil rights, he always favored nonviolent means. He really did. He was a big backer of Dr. King. Dr. King called him a sit-owner before the sit-ins, a freedom rider before the freedom rides. Often said that he stood on the broad shoulders of Jack Robinson. 
And, you know, even later in his life, though, Robinson uh, believed in self-defense, and he found himself standing next to the Black Panthers and and, and uh, praising them for defending themselves. So I, I, she has a complicated legacy in terms of nonviolence and pacifism. It really does. And that gets to the point of the book, or at least part of it. Robinson is not a really easy figure to nail down, so to speak. He's a multidimensional character, and I think that Ken Burns did a really nice job of showing that in the documentary Jackie Robinson, which is being shown this month, by the way, on a lot of public public uh, TV stations. Yes, tax day this year is April 18th, but Jackie Robinson Day will be on April 15th. And you just think about from what he went through and then now in the last couple of years from, you mentioned kneeling from Kaepernick, which made its way all around the world. They were doing it at the World Cup. They still do it in the Premier League. BLM and, and others, how much of that can you tie to it? <clears throat> I can tie that to Robinson pretty closely, actually. In, in 1969, the New York Times wrote an article about the flag on, for the July 4th edition. They asked Robinson uh, about the flag, and he said, I wouldn't fly the flag today or any other day. And he was upset at that point in 1969 because he thought Nixon was leading the white backlash against the civil rights movement. And so he, he he saw the flag, in his words, being hijacked by the Nixon movement. So he wouldn't fly the flag. Now, a couple of years later, he's writing his last uh, autobiography, I Never Had It Made. And in there, he says, I can no longer sing the national anthem. I can no longer stand for the national anthem because I know that I'm a black man in a white world. Now, that's Robinson. That's Jack Robinson. This guy was patriotic to the core. He was a patriotic uh, black American, unlike some others of his age. Malcolm X wanted to separate from mainstream United States and have a, a state for black Americans. And Robinson opposed that because he was deeply invested in the United States, and he wanted his investment to pay off for his children. So he's a real patriot, but at the end of his life, he's souring on a lot of what he sees. It's fascinating. What, as someone who knows Jackie better than most, what were maybe one or two things that you learned that were new about him? Now, there's a chapter in our book by John Eig, and Jonathan's a great writer. He has a new book out on King coming. Uh, it's called King of Life. And he wrote this really interesting story about Robinson when he showed up to play in major, uh, for the Brooklyn Dodgers. They didn't have a uh, locker for him. So he had to go to the back of the locker room and there was a hook, one single hook with his uniform on. And it wasn't an ideal number. This is what the part that I really love. It was a high number. You know, the, the ideal numbers were the low numbers, eight, mm-hmm. ten, or 12. But Robinson gets number 42. It's a really high number that people don't aspire to. But he took that number and he made something out of it. Like he took those insults, those racist insults, and he turned them into muscle. He did the same thing with that number. He turned that number into something that we now aspire to. So that on Jackie Robinson Day, as you mentioned it, everybody in Major League Baseball will be wearing number 42. And we know what that number means. Lastly, do you think, just personally, from what he did at UCLA, that Jackie Robinson could have been an NFL running back? Yeah, I do. I don't think baseball was his 
best sport. You know, when he was at UCLA, his batting average was point zero nine seven. Whoa! Get a kick out of that. <laughs> that was a fluke really? of the year. He, he excelled on the on the field, but that was a fluke of the year in terms of his batting. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you know, for UCLA, he played quarterback at points. He ran the ball uh, at Pasadena Junior College. He also punted uh, and kicked. The guy was amazing, absolutely amazing. Let me just throw this in as well, Rick. He won a state tennis championship, too, wow. Uh, wow. when he was at Pasadena. The guy was an all-around athlete. You know, Jim Thorpe is one of our best all-around athletes in U.S. history. And I would put Jackie Robinson in that pantheon as well. I have no doubt that he would have excelled in the NFL if given the chance. He did play semi-pro ball, by the way, uh, semi-pro football in ha- Hawaii. That's really something else. Everybody, make sure to uh, check out the book, 42 Today, edited by Mike Long. Listen, uh, once again, you are our aficionado, our uh, uh, history keeper on uh, Jackie Robinson. We appreciate the effort, and congratulations. Thanks so much. Great to be with you today. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we will come on back on Sports Byline USA. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295-800-965-1295-800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you own an annuity? 
either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. You're so ugly you could be a modern art masterpiece. I'm 33% sure Rick Tittle is the father of my child, but I'm 100% sure Rick Tittle is a jackass. Thank you for that. You know, I mentioned Ben Chapman, which you might have seen that uh, that movie, the Jackie Robinson movie, where um, he's uh, played by um, Alan Tudyk, and he's yelling, hey, N-word. That guy, Ben Chapman, <clears throat> was a longtime Yankee with Gehrig and Ruth and DiMaggio and it, from 1926 to 1943, no one had more steals in the American League as an outfielder. 12 years, batted 302, came back as a pitcher for three more years. But he was a nasty dude. <coughs> he beat up his wife, who divorced him. <coughs> Excuse me. He was a huge anti-Semite. Um, he came out doing Nazi salutes against the Brooklyn Dodgers because he said was the Jewish team. Um, out of Nashville, Tennessee, this dude was, um, yeah, he, <laughs> he's not someone. I mean, you always think about how nasty Ty Cobb was. Think about this. From 1926 to 1943, that's almost 20 years, no one had more steals in all of baseball than Ben Chapman. He was an outfielder all through the 1930s with the Yankees and all those great teams. But they kind of keep him hush-hush because Ben Chapman as a manager, can you imagine that doing Nazi salutes to the crowd and not getting fired? It's absolutely um, insane. Four-time All-Star as well. But, uh, yeah, Ben Chapman, not a name a lot of people know because he was a nasty cuss, fantastic baseball player, but a nasty piece of work. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick news break. We will come on back right here on Sports Bar.
USA News. I'm Richard Johnson. It's a cold, nasty, often snowy day from the west to the Great Lakes. More than a quarter million are without power. That big snowstorm that moved on from California has now brought tornadoes to Oklahoma and Kansas. Correspondent Morgan Chesky is looking at some of the damage outside Norman. This was a horse riding arena here on the farm that has been absolutely flattened, uh, just scattered like matchsticks here. Trees knocked down as far as you can see. And before anyone can recover from several feet of snow dumped on the Sierra Nevadas, another system's about to head on shore. That could bring more flooding rains to the Los Angeles basin and more feet of snow to the mountains. A new study says while there won't be more hurricanes, the ones we will have will be stronger. The First Street Foundation says the stronger storms are fueled by climate change and will threaten areas that historically have not experienced hurricane-force winds. Authorities around the USA are not happy to learn after the fact that toxic soil from the train crash outside East Palestine, Ohio, has ended up in their towns. You can see it from my backyard, and it's literally in some people's backyards. So it's definitely a concern. East Liverpool, Ohio Mayor Gregory Brickman, a judge in Texas, says it was only after waste had been in Texas for a week that they learned of it. The EPA has ordered Norfolk Southern to stop its shipments of hazardous waste from the site, pending a review of the railroad's procedures. More payroll trimming at Twitter, which reportedly fired another 50 people over the weekend. Since Elon Musk took over, Twitter's cut around 3,800 employees. Pending home sales are up. The National Association of Realtors track of home deals between contract signing and closing rose by more than 8% from December to January. But they're still 24% lower than last year. This is USA News. Attention, small business owners. This could be the most important 10-minute call you will ever make. You may be eligible to receive up to $26,000 per employee through the Employee Retention Credit. Call Omega Accounting Solutions to see if your business is eligible to recover payroll tax pay during the pandemic. All it takes is a quick, easy, free 10-minute consultation to determine your qualifications. Call Omega Accounting Solutions at 800-309-ERC. Omega's knowledgeable staff will streamline the process of filing complicated paperwork. Omega is the small business champion with teams dedicated to maximizing tax credits. CPAs even turn to Omega for ERC guidance. Take advantage of this exclusive small business tax credit before it's too late. The three-year sunset deadline is setting soon. So find out if you qualify today. Call 800-309-ERC. That's 800-309-ERC. Or visit OmegaTaxCredits.com. First, Willy Wonka, now James Bond. The estate of author Ian Fleming has been working with what are called sensitivity readers to flag language in the James Bond novels that is considered outdated and insensitive. The new versions of the Bond books will come out this spring absent of what is now considered offensive material. Last week, the family of the late Roald Dahl announced it had trimmed and rewritten passages in books like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and Matilda. Now the publisher says it will issue new versions in both the edited and original forms. Speaking of offensive, you may have heard that every newspaper around the USA has dropped Dilbert, the long-running comic strip about the absurdities of the modern office. This is what did it. This is Dilbert creator Scott Adams alone, unprovoked, on his own podcast with one slight edit, talking about a survey he found. So if, if you know, nearly half of all blacks uh, are not okay with white people, according to this poll, not according to me, according to this poll, uh, that's a hate group. 
That's a hate group. And I don't want to have anything to do with them. And I would say, you know, based on the current way things are going, the best advice I would give to white people is to get away from black people. The company that distributes Dilbert is cutting all ties with Adams. The syndicator put the comic strip in about 2,000 newspapers in 65 countries. I'm Richard Johnson, USA News. If you own a business with employees and have not received your COVID ERTC payroll refund of up to $26,000 per employee, you need to act fast as time is running out. ERTCfiling.com has helped thousands of businesses across the country receive over a half billion dollars in government funds. This is not a loan and you do not have to pay it back. ERTCfiling.com consultants will make the process fast and easy and at a fee of less than 2%. Let ERTCfiling.com show you the money. Go to ERTCfiling.com to see how you qualify. Fees are at fixed rates per quarter qualified 2% based on total rates. Hey, Pack Rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross-country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood. But did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. Call 800 569-7208. 800-569-7208. 800-569-7208. That's 800-569-7208. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. One eight hundred eight seven eight play. That is the number to call to get in. <clears throat> I was talking about Ben Chapman going out of the last hour, and uh, I just had a friend email me. He said, um, July 9th, nineteen thirty-two, uh, Chapman hit three home runs. Two of them were inside the park, but that he spiked Washington Senators second baseman Buddy Meyer on purpose because he was Jewish. It caused a 20-minute brawl at Yankee Stadium. 300 fans were on the field fighting. (laughs) He got a five-game suspension, and he got a $100 fine. God, that was, by the way, good knowledge. You hit three home runs. But then you cause a a fight with 300 people on the field. You you talk about, you say, well, in the old days, we wouldn't have put up with that. No, people did put up with giant a-holes if they could play. All right. um, Speaking of a-holes, no, it's not an a-hole. Over the weekend, if you missed it, Manny Machado got an 11-year extension from the Padres. This is his last team, folks, because he'll be 40. And uh, he'll be over 40 when this gets done. There are no opt-outs. This is it. 
So the richest ever, Mike Trout, 426 and a half. Mookie Best, 365. Aaron Judge, 360. Manny Machado now, 350. That's the fourth highest ever. You think about Juan Soto, who they want to ink. They just brought in Sander Bogarts. Fernando Tatis is back. Who's going to play shortstop? I would imagine Tatis. But San Diego is making a run. They are serious about what they're doing. And all I can do is admire it because they actually play in a town that's smaller than the area my aides play in. And do you hear San Diego going, oh, we're, we don't have any money. We don't have any fans. No, screw that. They got enough money. They got enough fans. They got a, an owner. They got a GM who wants to win. And uh, so what do you do except just admire the hell out of that team? I wish my team would do that. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We got another hour. Come on back on Byline. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com go to learn more. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. This is J.D. Sharp. I've been developing a revolutionary sports handicapping service, and you can be a part of the beta. Sign up at BetUS.com with a deposit of as little as $50 and use the promo code SHARPBETTING. Email a screenshot of your account to WorldwideSharp at gmail.com, and I'll reply personally with my plays. My NFL record this season was an industry best 72-33, and this is the only way to know all my plays the moment I make them. 
Let's keep making money together. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Coming up next, Rick Tittle. Hey, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast. Coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It is 11:12. It is time to take a look at uh, one of our friends over at Pro Wagering and ProWagering.com. And JD Sharp is with us, and we're going to talk a little baseball as now the Cactus and Grapefruit leagues got underway this weekend as well. JD, these are a lot of uh, futures bets at, at this time. I would probably imagine. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah. And I've, I've looked at. I've kind of gone through the teams that I think are going to be surprises this year from a futures perspective. And I think the one that I like the most as far as a long shot, so to speak, I kind of like, I kind of like the Seattle Mariners to win the AL and make the world series. I think that Seattle top to bottom has the best pitching staff in major league baseball with Robbie Ray and Logan Gilbert and Luis Castillo and Marco Gonzalez, and there's a third that I can't think, a fifth that I can't George think of. But Kirby. They, they go about five. who? George Kirby. George Kirby, correct. Yeah, George Kirby, who is kind of like Logan Gilbert in the fact that he's he's only 23, 24, but he's got top 10, top 15 type of stuff. I mean, they might have five of the top 30 pitchers, starting pitchers on, on their on their roster. Um, their closer isn't bad. But he's he's not as good as the starters, and then I like the fact that they picked up Colton Wong, who does nothing but win. Cal Raleigh had a really good rookie season. Obviously, you've got Julio Rodriguez. They also got Tiascar Hernandez from the Blue Jays, who just one of you know one of ten guys on that team that hits thirty bombs a year. But he fits in really well with the Mariners. So yeah, I could see the Mariners winning the entire AL, and I'm not sure that that's a, that's really a, a consistent thought process. But when I see that team top to bottom. I definitely see the best starting five as far as pitchers go uh, in baseball. Wow. Do you think Jared Kalenic is actually going to hit over 200 this year? I mean, if, if he does, that would help too. Cause I mean, Kalenic is, he, he's been touted as a top five prospect for what, three or four years now. If he, if he is able to pick it up, then that, that adds another element to that team that, that adds just more talent to that team. They, they have a Eugenio Suarez as well. So yeah, they've, I think they've, they've got in Ty France, who started the year yeah, really well last star. year, but then kind of tapered off. Yeah, he, he was he was an all-star. We talked about him last year. So now I think that I think that this team has a chance to really surprise some people and uh, and represent the AL in the World Series next year. Well, is their closer Seawald Munoz or Diego Castillo? Well, I mean, I would have Castillo, considering how good he was for the Rays, but he's never really been like a full-time guy. But it's it's Seawald right now on paper. Very interesting. Yeah, and of course, they got rid of, a, what was it, 16 years without going to the playoffs or something? I mean, King Felix never played in a playoff game his entire career. Um, what else right. are you looking at maybe over on the uh, the senior circuit? I mean, now that the Padres have committed to Manny Machado till he's over 40, you're gonna they're going to try and get Soto on. I love how ambitious they are. They're in a market smaller than Oakland, but they're not crying about it. 
Yeah, and, and I, I just got to I got to touch on your A's. I went through that roster. I mean, I don't know half those pitchers. I may I mean they, they picked up Jesus Aguilar. Hopefully, he can hit fifty bombs and make the team somewhat relevant. But yeah, no. that 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 team. <laughs> It's got seven or eight guys, that, and I know quite a bit about Major League Baseball. I know the team's pretty much top to bottom, but there's like eight guys on that team that start that I really don't know that I've never heard of before. So that's a that's probably not the best sign for for the A's. But yeah, the Padres are. I mean, they're going after it. They've got Bogarts, they've got Machado, they've got Soto, they've got Tatis. They picked up Matt Carpenter. They picked up Michael Waka. Uh, if Waka pitches as well as he did last year, then they've got a chance to have probably the best staff in the NL next to maybe the Dodgers. Yeah, the the, the the Padres want to win a championship. And I would not be shocked at all if we see a West Coast World Series with the Padres and the Mariners. Or we could see the Padres and the Blue Jays. I think the Blue Jays have done a, a really good job as well, picking up, uh, you know, keep being able to keep Alejandro Kirk and then uh, having Gossman and Manoa and picking up Dalton Varsha, who had a great year with the Diamondbacks last year. Yeah, I, th- I think that no matter what, uh, this conversation in the next six to seven months, we're, we're going we're gonna to hear the team's Mariners, we're going to hear the team Blue Jays, we're going to hear the Padres. Uh, we may hear the Angels, and I, I really like the Braves. I mean, and the Astros, too. I mean, we, we talked about the Astros multiple times, but whoever they bring up just excels, whether it's Jeremy Pena, whether it's Kyle Tucker, whether it's your kitty, whether it's McCullers. I mean, they lost Verlander, which is going to be a big loss for them. But, I mean, they still got Jordan Alvarez. they still got Michael Brantley, Alex, Alex Pregman, you know, Jose Altuve. They still have the, the players to be, to be competitive at the highest level. But I think the AL is kind of lacking this year. I think that uh, in the AL we could see the White Sox. They're, they're pretty deep. We'll see if Lynn comes around. Uh, Giolito, he has to pitch really well. He's had a great year last year. We'll see if he continues that. But, I mean, they added Benintendi. Um, they added a couple more players offensively as well. So, yeah, I, I think the White Sox have a chance to, to do some major damage. So do the Blue Jays, so do the Mariners, so do the Padres. Um, maybe maybe the Mets. We'll see how Sanga is. If Sanga's uh, what he's been touted to be, they're obviously going to be pretty good as well. But it, it's, uh, I, I, th- I think the AL is actually pretty weak this year. Two more questions for J.D. Sharp. The A's, um, this is – this isn't like the Mariners, a team that's never won a pennant. This was a charter member of the American League in 1901. Only the Yankees and Cardinals have won more World Series. They're one of the greatest franchises in the history of baseball. So when you see them openly trying to lose with this joke roster, don't you think an owner, they should have some sort of recourse to get somebody in there who will at least frickin' try a little bit and lift a finger? Yeah, I mean, I would like to see the fans have some type of recourse. But in capitalist America, the Major League Baseball, that's just not going to happen. Now, it will be great when they, I mean, Manfred's been talking about it. We've been talking about it for two years. But they're, they're going to move to Vegas. It's just a matter of when. And when that happens, it will be great having, like you said, a storied franchise that just walks into to, to Las Vegas and has the reputation and has the history and it has the legacy and is going to have the fan base and hopefully the roster to, to, to follow that. You know how big of a deal free agency is in Major League Baseball. Who wouldn't want to live in Vegas with everything going on there? And then you're obviously going to have a stadium with, with a cover, you know, with a retractable roof that has to happen clearly. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that it's, it's kind of embarrassing, but nothing's going to happen. All, all, <laughs> it, just, it, makes, it makes betting against the A's just a little bit easier because, again, the roster, from, from my perspective – is about as bad as I've seen in a long time in Major League Baseball. 
There's no doubt. Uh, and it's it's openly <laughs> trying to lose too, which which sucks, yeah. raising yeah. ticket prices and everything else. Um, I, if it wasn't my team, I would be laughing too. Um, I could either laugh or cry. I don't feel like crying. I'm a grown well, man. I do like Walter. Uh, I do like Walter. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you have any interest in the World Baseball Sorry, Classic? Walter Shuck. Yeah. What's up? Any interest in the World Baseball Classic? Not particularly. I, I don't know a ton about it, um, but we could talk about it. I just I just don't know a ton about it. Well, I'll just throw this out at you. I'm going to be down in Phoenix for the USA game, so the weekend weekend after next, so 10th, 11th, 12th, if you find your way down there, let's get a beer in Scottsdale. Hey, that would be fantastic. I'm in. All right, there he is, J.D. Sharp, ProWagering, ProWagering.com. Thanks for your time, J.D. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. Hey, thanks a lot, Rick. Have a good one. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Violent. an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp now for free information on how to get started today. InventHelp provides invention services that help everyday inventors get started with their idea. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. Our services include professional materials needed to showcase your invention and 3D animation and prototype modeling that help you demonstrate your idea. Get down to the details of your idea with a technical drawing. The InventHelp databank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Take advantage of the opportunity to get started today. Call 1-800-356-7308. That's 1-800-356-7308. Again, 1-800-356-7308. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it, and you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than two bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15 day guarantee. Call now 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. That's 800 617 5145. 
Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. To me, it's like a mountain, a vast bowl of pus. servants. I, I don't be my servants. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. I don't have servants. Not anymore. I can't afford them. <clears throat> Chris Turner, comedian, coming up in the next segment. If you want to get in, it's a 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. Get you in and get you heard. <clears throat> Somebody else just timed in on Ben Chapman saying when he tried to be a pitcher he was suspended for the uh, an entire season for punching an umpire i wish i could remember off the top of my head but in ken burns baseball there was some umpire that went over to a dugout and said if you want some here i am and then three guys came out of the dugout and beat the umpire with bats <laughs> the thing i love about that is there's always this posturing we have now it's like in the nba if this five foot eight brill cream ref, 140 pounds of him, wasn't holding me back, I'd really mess you up right now. And then it was like, well, if you want some, here I am. And then three guys ran out and beat him with bats. That's not funny. <clears throat> Why'd you laugh, Rick? I know. I feel bad now. But I started bringing this up about De Beers, about doing their due diligence and talking to all the quarterbacks. And they are the team with all eyes on them because they are on the clock Chicago as soon as that Super Bowl gun sounded that was it they is on the clock and if they feel there's a quarterback way better than Justin Fields then they'll take him do you remember Steve Keim the former GM of the Cardinals who told Bid Bedwell we have to trade up to 10 with Oakland and take Josh Rosen he's the guy Less than a year later, um, remember I said Josh Rosen was a guy? I was wrong. Kyler Murray's the guy. <clears throat> well, what do we do about Rosen? We'll trade him to Miami. Let's just, I, I made a mistake. Okay. Well, 
Ryan Pace still around? Different regime in Chicago. You know, Fields showed he could play in the NFL. <coughs> he certainly didn't show that he's no young Troy Aikman. Remember Troy Aikman, where the Cowboys went 1-15? They were pathetic, and um, Jimmy Johnson said we kept the wrong quarterback. He wanted to keep Steve Wetz's face. I mean, it's just like you kept the wrong quarterback. Troy Aikman's in the Hall of Fame now with multiple Super Bowl rings. But you knew something was there. Right, a young Peyton Manning. Usually, if you're number one overall pick, you're going to a pathetic team. So, how are you supposed to turn that team around by yourself? Right. So, it just depends on how they feel about Fields. So, the interview process. This is what happens at the combine. This is what Demora Smith said. No, this is what Colin Kaepernick and that show said, which they likened to a slave auction. Um, they're going to interview people. <clears throat> They're going to poke them, their bottom, the underwear Olympics, all that stuff. All these things that they'll do. The most football-related thing you'll see at the Combine is a quarterback throwing a football to a receiver. Other than that, it's not really football. It's dashes and cone drills and blocking sleds, jumping uh, high, jumping far as a broad jump, and lifting weights. And lifting weights has nothing to do with football, by the way. Is it important to be strong? Yeah. But lifting weights. I mean, you can go on there. The um, <clears throat> I went to the roast of Bruce Campbell, the actor, a couple weekends ago here in the city, which was a great, hilarious night with lots of comedians and all that stuff. <clears throat> but the Raiders drafted a guy named Bruce Campbell who was a freak at the Combine. I mean, he looked like an Adonis, kind of like Jihad Ward, who Reggie McKenzie drafted over a guy named Derrick Henry. It still hurts. It does. And by the way, Jihad Ward um, went at me on Twitter and called me the N-word on Twitter. So I'm offended, Jihad Ward. Thanks for that. But uh, anyway, the uh, Bruce Campbell, I remember going to camp, rookie camp in Alameda, and they had this stupid drill <clears throat> where I sometimes think, because I was a football coach too, I would make up drills on the spot. And I... <laughs> I had a, I was watching a drill. I thought that the D-line coach had made up because Bruce Campbell, the thing where they'd hold a tackling dummy and you dove and you landed on the mattress. <clears throat> and I saw Bruce Campbell dive and he missed the mattress and he landed on the grass. And I remember thinking, how do you miss the mattress? That was pretty horrifying. And I thought, this guy, I don't think he's got it. And he didn't, but he was a combine freak. So, remember, Jared Goff, number one overall pick. They said at the combine he was the only guy who threw passes before the wide receiver made their breaks. Jared Goff is technically sound. There's no doubt about that. And he's a Super Bowl quarterback who's still a starter. But when you look at all the on-field workouts in Indy, all the private workouts, all the pro days, the visits to the team facilities, there's going to be a lot of quarterbacks, Stroud, Young, Levis, Richardson. They're all going to go to Soldier Field. They're all going to do a workout. And Bryce Young is still considered by most people to be the top quarterback heading into this combine. But his measurables are really going to stick out because they're going to see how short he is, how quote-unquote 
weak he is compared to Stroud, Levis, and Richardson, who are much bigger and much stronger. Now, that shouldn't come into it, but it will. Because they'll see the little guy who can't lift weights, and they'll be like, why do we want him? It's like, well, because he wins football games. Yeah, but he's not very good at bench pressing now. So, listen, drafting a quarterback uh, and, uh, you know, and and making him the starter from day one is usually not a recipe for success. And you might remember when the Browns took Brandon Whedon in the first round. He, by the way, Brandon Whedon was part of the Moneyball draft by the Yankees. <clears throat> but Brandon Whedon was a first-round pick, and then they turn right around and draft Johnny, Johnny Manziel. If you want to realize why the Browns are so stinky. But Fields is entering the third year of his four-year deal that he signed when he, they drafted him 11th overall. And he showed some signs of improvement in his sophomore year. He completed passes at a higher rate. He threw touchdowns at a higher rate. He threw interceptions at a lower rate. He ran for over 1,100 yards, which is more than any other quarterback. And it was second most in the history of the NFL for a quarterback, only Lamar Jackson four years ago had more but there are several teams out there that are quarterback needy and you know Houston you talk about a chance to rebuild your team Rome wasn't built in a day but they hold the second and the 12th overall picks they need a quarterback they would be ridiculously stupid to trade from two to one if the Bears if they called the Bears, I would say, give me two and 12 and you can have one. And we're done. Give me two and 12. And it's like, no, okay, well then we're going to draft Bryce Young. Well, we want him. Indy is at four overall. They're definitely going to take a quarterback. And Carolina is nine overall. And they're definitely going to take a quarterback. But all of those teams are contenders to trade up because they want to get their guy. But if you think about four first-round quarterbacks, those four guys are going to be available in the top ten. So Carolina can sit at nine, and they know that they'll at least get Richardson or Levis. They know that. But the thing is, they might not like those guys. And so that's why you see these things where they trade up. And those are just the teams that are in the top ten. If you look around... At other teams that need quarterbacks, they are a plenty. I mean, Tampa Bay just had their guy retire, you might remember. So uh, Indianapolis, the whole thing about they're going to panic at four and they're going to trade up to one. If I'm Chicago, do I trade down to four? I do. I trade down to four and I take their first round pick next year and I take their second round pick this year. That's the price of moving down three spots and moving up three spots for you. Because you want Bryce Young, you want C.J. Stroud, whoever you want, because what they can do at four is the Bears are guaranteed Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. And it's either the best defensive tackle or the best edge rusher, at least on paper. And Will Anderson, the more I hear about him, they're saying – when it comes to prospects at the defensive end position in the last 10 years, it's Chase Young, Nick Bosa, and Will Anderson, that he's three. Well, if you put him in the conversation with those two guys, 
and then you can trade down and get a one and a two and still get him. <clears throat> He'd come in like a wrecking ball. And then Jalen Carter, they think, might be the next Aaron Donald. So you're guaranteed to have one of those guys because Houston at two is going to take Stroud or Young. They're going to take the one that's left. Houston, in my mind, does not need to move up and trade more draft capital. The Cardinals at three are definitely going to take Carter or Anderson. So if the if the Colts want to flip-flop and I'm the Bears, I'm definitely in business for that. The latest mock I saw was the Raiders taking Anthony Richardson at seven, a guy with no experience and just raw tools, a sophomore. You know what? No thanks. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back with comedian Chris Turner on the other side. Who's watching? Tell me who's watching. Who's watching me? Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 if you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. 
And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. (laughs) We all have our idiosyncrasies. wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. All right. Uh, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. We love the comedians and we get them in. We have Chris Turner out of the UK. He is at Helium Philly on Tuesday. He'll be up at uh, Laugh Boston on uh, Wednesday. Chris, welcome to the show. What part of uh, England, uh, from where do you hail, should I ask? Hello, Rick. I'm from Manchester, so the the London calling was uh, about two hours train ride south away from me. Now, are you red or blue, uh, Manchester, uh, am, or do you I, care? Uh, I, I'm a red. I was I was fortunate enough to be celebrating in a pub uh, in Brooklyn yesterday, which was uh, it was delightful. So, commiserations to any Geordies listening. Yeah, beating Newcastle in the League Cup, still waiting for 1955 for the Magpies to get their first piece of a silverware. I did go to Old Trafford one time about 20 years ago. I'm a Tottenham man, and there was an FA Cup semifinal at a neutral venue up there against uh, Arsenal. But uh, growing up Merseyside, what, did you ever think that you'd be a big hit in the States? Um, I mean, it was my, it was kind of a goal and a, a, a dream is too extravagant, um, but I, I always wanted to live in America. That was kind of a, a real goal because it seemed so lovely, like to kind of be on the West Coast and all the sunshine and surfing. And then I never grew up to be a surfer, although I did live on the West Coast for four years. But it's it's quite surreal, like just walking around Brooklyn, seeing kind of icons and skylines that you recognize from the media that you're kind of shown when you're a kid so yeah i i, I don't know if i ever believed it would happen um but I, I i wished it to and it did so i mean you know with the the hardship of <laughs> waiting two years to get visas and all that stuff but uh, yeah no it's 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 great i love it here yeah no cheers that and now do you find expats infuriating uh and you want to assimilate into the sort of fabric of u.s society or do you seek out your fellow brits abroad so it's it is delightful to to bump into a fellow brit and i think it is interesting how sports are a thing that we have shared and usually if you bump into a brit over here they are going to be supporting one of maybe five or six teams so you've either got a comrade or a rivalry whenever you connect with someone um, but then I will say that British people at my shows are something that can go either way. Sometimes they're, they're like, okay, we'll behave like American audience members. American audiences are up for a laugh. They're very kind of, they won't interrupt you when you're talking, I find. 
British audiences back home, we're very shouty when we um, don't like something. And sometimes you'll find a Brit in the crowd and you'll say something, they'll be like, no, mate, come on. And you're like, all right, we're, we're not we're not back in the UK now. Let's let's be civil. So yeah, it can go one of two ways. I remember the first time at the Hyde Park Corner and, and Speaker's Corner and, and uh, yeah. a guy would be up there talking about, you know, communism or socialism or something. And and usually when someone had something to sort of uh, add in, it was usually something quite witty. It was almost like, don't speak up unless you think you've got a real zinger there. I think that's so true. I mean, some of the best clubs in the UK like are up in Liverpool, and it's because people in Liverpool, Scousers, have a really good sense of humor. So if you're good, they'll just listen. But if you're not being very funny, they'll be like, well, I can improve this show. And sometimes they <laughs> genuinely can. Like, I've seen comedians reduced to just having to leave the stage because the audience was funnier than them is never, never a good sign as a comic. <laughs> now, throw into all this your penchant, as you guys like to put it, for freestyle <laughs> rapping. When did you find out that you had a talent for that? Yeah, it's such a big revelation, like three minutes into two, we're going, sorry, he's a freestyle rapper. Yeah, so I, I, I make up <laughs> raps on the spot uh, about any topic the audience can throw at me, which is fun to have them challenge me and for me to kind of try and write for that started rapping when I was 12 years old, about 21 years ago, and I I didn't realize I was, like, legitimately good at it until I went to university, because the first few years, it was just making up little raps to entertain my friends. I'd be like, hey, Mike's a bit fat, rap about him, and you'd do that, and Mike would be like, oh, shut up, you're tall. Um, but then when I went to university, I started doing comedy, and I'd throw in some freestyling, and audiences were like, whoa. I was like, oh, okay, maybe this is a, an impressive and interesting entertainment kind of avenue to pursue. Uh, and then it all just kind of went on <clears throat> from there. Where did you go to uni? I was at Oxford. Oh, lordy. Wait, the yeah, Cambridge has the footlights, bit, right? Cambridge has the footlights. Oxford has the review. I was in the right. Oxford Imps, who were the improvised comedy group, because that's what suited my kind of my improvised rapping, and I, I was quite quick with my kind of just coming up with jokes. So, yeah, it's quite strange to be an Oxford graduate who, <laughs> rather than pursue their degree, which was archaeology. So, I mean, Oxford sounds impressive, and then you go, oh, but archaeology is just digging. Like, how can you, you know, not be good at that? So it's strange to then <laughs> have pursued a career in freestyle rap and comedy because um, although we have this long tradition of British comedians coming from Oxford coming from Cambridge I, I don't think there's many rappers that came out of either I think that's quite a, a no like yeah half of half of Python was Oxford half of Python was was mm -hmm. Cambridge we're speaking with Chris Turner he's at Helium Philly Tuesday Laugh Boston on uh, Wednesday in uh, two days so you take your improv group improv group up to fringe in edinburgh and i speak i've spoken to a lot of american comedians over the years they go to fringe and they they'll say they'll be there for a month and they'll start to get like clinically depressed because you're barking for your own shows in the rain and there's a very uh sometimes stoic audiences you might be performing for three mm -hmm. people how did you find fringe yeah so I've, I've done 13 fringes and i i love fringe i think and i, I caution a lot of kind of my colleagues and friends from the States about Fringe because they think the biggest art festival in the world, there's three and a half thousand shows. I'm really good. I'll cut through it. 
and that's true for many people. There are some acts that go over there and they blow up big time, but like, it's hard to get that audience. Like you say, you are out on the street, you're like giving people flyers, you're doing promo spots, you're selling your act. And I started when I was 17. That was my first Edinburgh. And when you're 17, you have that energy. Like even if you're out drinking one night, you're up in the morning to go and promote your show. And so because I did that for like five years when I was very young, it meant that by the time I was a bit better at comedy, I had an audience that I built up over the years to just dive straight in. If you don't have a big profile, like it, it can be really hard. And you, I see a lot of American acts over there and I have to kind of just like, hey, here's my tips. Like, have fun. If there's only four people at your show, that's not their fault. Like, give them the best show you can. But even with that attitude, it, it can be grueling. And, you know, even me, I, I've done it so many times now. Sometimes as an audience, I go, that's quite small for me. And I feel a little bit sad. But then I go out and I'm, I'm grateful for them for being there. And I try and give them the best show I can. And some of those shows, you know, are going to be the best. But you hear stories about big British comedians when they started out performing to four people. And they just took them to a pub and told them stories. Or, you know, they get really big and someone has a story going, I saw them when it was just me and a man and his dog in the room. And the man and the dog left halfway through. So... Yeah, it, it really makes you a better comedian, though. It, it hardens you. It hardens your heart somewhat, uh, whilst also kind of allowing you to blossom creatively. Yeah, well put. And just, I was just thinking because I'm a lot older than you, but I was thinking as you, as a Man United fan, you were probably a, a kid during the golden generation of Beckham and I Skulls and Gigs and the Neville Brothers and all yeah. that. Yeah, I, I, yeah. So, I, who I was your favorite? All the all the home games. So I was. I started going to home games oh. in 98, so I, I hit picked the perfect time. Uh, my favorite player uh, was Beckham, because we used to always yeah. wait after the, after the match. We'd wait outside to get autographs of the players, and all the players would sign things. They'd always do, but Beckham always took a little bit more time, because he knew he was the most popular as well, and maybe because I was with my cousin, and she was like a, a, you know an attractive young lady, so maybe that was another reason. But... Um, the yeah like everyone was so nice it was like you know it changes now and it feels like Beckham was a big superstar but now you know, everyone on the team's a superstar and I, I've met Ronaldo I've met Rooney and it's funny when Americans go you've met Cristiano CR7 and I'm like yeah because he was like 18 he, he wasn't who yeah. he is now um, and he was just a kind of lanky kid um so yeah, I, I loved those experiences of going to see them play and then meet them afterwards. I got to um, talk to Beckham when he was with the MLS, and I asked him who his favorite player was, and um, he said it was Brian Robson, Captain Marvel, and I told him that I saw mm. Brian Robson's last game for England. It was a, a Euro 92 qualifier. It was 91 at the old Wembley against uh, Turkey, and I saw his last game for England, and, and he thought that was pretty cool, and then he, I think he realized how much older I was than him. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is very cool and and oh yes it does mark you out as a bit older than him that's very cool that uh, Brian Robson was I know yeah. he was in my friend's pub watching uh, the Barcelona United game a few days ago my friend was very excited about that wow yeah I would be too um I, I'm a comedy nerd, as you might know, as well as a soccer nerd. But um, I, whenever I go to New York, I go to. The, I was just there in December, and I did the cellar and the VU and the black fat, fatback pussycat, all that stuff. So yeah. when you got passed by Esty to get to the cellar, who wrecked you first of all? 
Um, my path was slightly weird. So for listeners who don't know, so the Comedy Cellar is, in my opinion, and in many others, the best club, not just in New York, but in the world. And um, Esty is the, the booker. She's booked that for a very long time. Um, she decides who plays the room or not. And it doesn't matter how famous you are. You have to audition. She has to say, yes, you're good enough. Um, which the standard there is so immensely high. I strangely auditioned not in New York. I auditioned in L.A. I was living in L.A. And there's a club in L.A. called the Comedy and Magic Club down in Hermosa Beach, which is, mm-hmm. for me, the second best comedy club uh, in the world. And the the booker there is a friend of Estes. She had come over to to see a show. And so he said to me, hey, I'm going to give you a bit of extra time tonight. Just do your thing. And after the show, he said, someone wants to meet you. And I, I'd never met Esty. I didn't know who she was. Uh, and so I didn't have that pressure that when I see people, you know, at the cellar, sometimes the pressure of it being this most famous comedy club gets to you. I was just in a club I loved in L.A. And Esty was like, that was funny. I'd love you to do some shows for me. So I then, a year later, moved to New York because I loved her show so much. And I, uh, it, it, it was one of the best decisions I've ever made because doing comedy at the cellar every night makes you so much better as a comedian because you're going on after the best comedians and you have to compete with them and not in a competitive way, but just a, the audience are like, we love that person. What have you got? So you'll go on after Ray Romano. You'll go on after Chris Rock. You'll go on after people who aren't famous, but are brilliant. And you have to be on the same level as them and deliver. Um, it, it really is like the place to be if you want to see the best comedians working in New York today. Well, if you want to be at the place to be, it is Helium Philly, which is a fantastic club tomorrow night, and Laugh Boston, which is, I think, the best club in Boston. That'll be on Wednesday, and you will see Chris Turner. Chris, if you ever come do the Punchline or Cobbs out here in San Francisco, come on by. We'd love to have you in the studio. That would be delightful. I would adore that. All right. Great stuff. Thank you, Chris. I am Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we will come on back right here on Sports Pilot. Are you like me? You have health insurance, but you don't have dental insurance. Do you need to get to the dentist right away? Maybe you need an implant or some other major service. Well, I found a dental insurance plan that's just right for you. It's called Spirit Dental. Spirit Dental offers a $100 lifetime deductible, a huge network of dentists. And here's the best part. There's no waiting periods. Yeah, that means you can call right now and have real dental insurance for you and your family tomorrow and get that immediate coverage you want. Spirit Dental has plans for just a few dollars a day, up to $5,000 annual maximum, and coverage for implants. Whatever age you are, the dental insurance you need is a free phone call away. Now don't wait, and be sure to ask about Spirit's vision plan. Here's the number, 800-634-0482, 800-634-0482. That's 800-634-0482. 
Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. When do broadcasters go too far? Where does hilarity stop and vulgarity begin? Rick Tittle to bring it because it already done got brought. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. So now that we're getting in almost to March, and the NCAA basketball, this is when it gets good. <laughs> Obviously, when it gets real good. And um, over the weekend, I was watching the Arizona State <clears throat> Arizona game in Tucson, and Arizona State took the ball, 55-foot shot from this kid Cambridge way back in his own half, and it was all net. It was a swish coming out of his hand. It was a fantastic win for the Sun Devils and all those old dopes and their red sweaters going, well, what's that all about? I guess we lost. But if you look through the bracketology right now about who's going to be a one seed, Jerry Palm right now has... Alabama, Houston, Kansas, and Purdue is one seeds, two seeds, K-State, Texas, Marquette, and then UCLA. Think about Bama right now. The dark cloud hanging over that organization with Brandon Miller still continuing to play and some guy, a walk-on, patting him down before he got on the court. 
I mean, it's just about as dark a cloud as you can get over that Crimson Tide program right now. All right, we'll talk about it tomorrow. Anything else on your mind, you can always email me, rick at sportsbyline.com. We'll see you tomorrow, 9 a.m. Pack time. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.